Big news. This Wellness Couch podcast is proudly brought to you by the Wellness Summit, returning this year to Melbourne on August 17 and 18. Early bird tickets and all info at thewellnesssummit.com. Welcome to Best Me Radio. I'm your host, Carl Hemmington, and I talk to experts in many areas, including movement, psychology, nutrition, as well as other inspiring people who have done extraordinary things, all in an attempt to provide you with the information, inspiration, and tools that will empower you to step into the best version of yourself. Hello, and welcome back to the Barefoot Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Thompson, and I've had the question this week around how to wean off orthotics, which I thought was a a nice little topic to share. So how do we wean off orthotics? Well, I think it's important to start off understanding why you're in orthotics in the first place if you're trying to wean off orthotics. Were they self-prescribed? Were they prescribed by a practitioner? Is it for a structural issue? Is it for an injury? Is it because the prescribing person wasn't too sure of another method? So put you in orthotics. You know, it's important to know why are you in them? And then once you've established the why, the the second important thing is obviously do you actually still need them? Because, you know, I'm not necessarily anti-orthotic I'm anti being in an orthotic if you don't need it or if there's a a better way a more natural way of improving uh, your movement and getting you back in control of your own body so once you know why you're in them once you know if you still need them then we can start looking at can we start weaning out of them but there's Lots of elements that play a role in how you go about getting out of orthotics. Because everybody's lifestyles are so different. Every body is so different. So I find there's not a one-size-fits-all approach. It's not a cookie-cutter approach. Um, But it's something that I think we should all be striving towards for sure, like What's the? I don't see that we should be just, you know, accepting that having our feet supported is the best way and the only way, because I, you know, I mean, even structural issues, you know, like I'm kind of just saying that, um, quite broadly, that if you know you have a structural issue or if you're coming back from an injury and that's why you're in it, you know, whoever's prescribed it, if that's the way they're treating, then you kind of need to, um, yeah, like deal with the underlying issue first before just jumping out of the orthotic but the reason I say it's a pretty broad um, statement is that obviously I don't want you to just jump out and get out of your orthotics and injure yourself more or create um, other other issues but yeah everybody is so different I'll see someone with a structural issue um, that's in an orthotic and then someone else has the same structural issue but one might have pain one might not or they both might have pain, but one has it in their foot, one has it in their hip. You know, there's there's no, like I said before, no cookie-cutter approach. Everybody does um, live different lifestyles, they have different movement patterns. So I'm all for you weaning off them, but just understand why you're in them and 
you know, get assessed by a functional movement specialist who understands foot anatomy, foot function, to help improve the underlying patterns. Because the for the most part, I really believe that the foot dysfunction isn't the um, overriding issue. It's how you actually move and how you respond to the foot or how the foot responds to the rest of your body. So I wore orthotics for for quite a while, one of the perks of the job, I guess, cheap orthotics. And it wasn't until I really started understanding what I wanted to achieve for my own body and and just understand more function, more functional movement around the foot and the rest of the body that I really wanted out of orthotics. And the way I approached it was kind of pretty experimental in that the first time, you know, I thought surely a barefoot type shoe or just being barefoot more will help strengthen my feet. So I kind of just ditched the orthotics and threw them back in the cupboard and went from quite a structural shoe to, um, at that stage, it was the Nike Free, which I thought was obviously a fairly barefoot type shoe. And what I found is it didn't really work that well for me. I went from kind of, you know, less pain in the orthotic to then aggravating my knee more, um, which has been an issue for a while since a, a previous surgery I had on it. So, you know, that was getting more aggravated. So I ended up back in the orthotics at one point. And then over time was learning more around functional movement and started to work on like training some functional movement into my um, or putting light functional movement into my lifestyle. So for me at that stage, it was pretty much just mobility stuff. I thought um, that I was quite um, stiff through my hips and ankles and was understanding how that was affecting my gait. So I really started working on yeah, just some mobility stuff and just some basic foot strengthening drills. And for me at that time, seemed to work. It just took quite a while. So I was putting up with, yeah, little aches and niggles and things that kept cropping up and would deal with them and, and just sort of went on this journey of trying to listen to my body and fix what kept cropping up and, and strengthen and mobilize um, around that. But yeah, like that eventually worked for me. But it's not right for everyone. And what I tell clients that are trying to get out of orthotics is that we'll try and fix the dysfunction first. So as much as I want to get people out of orthotics as quick as we can, I find the safest way to do so is by yeah, mobilizing, you know, building some strength, but creating healthy movement patterns, creating um, or giving some drills as well that will help help that person um, move more efficiently and start loading that pattern so that it becomes something that even if they're out there in day-to-day life and turn a certain way or do a certain movement, they'll still have control over the foot and hip. That's what I find gets people out of orthotics quicker. So we actually fix the movement pattern first and then start weaning off 
the orthotic. And again, depending on what the person's lifestyle is like, will determine how we might do that. For instance, if it's a, a runner, I have someone that, um, you know, just runs for fun, you know, several times a week or then what we might look at doing is creating times through the day. So it might be um, at work or it might be um, just after work or at home. Like depending on how much they're normally in shoes will also determine the approach we take. But it might be just starting to wean out of shoes for certain things. But then if they're still running, you know, quite big Ks each week, I might just leave them in that shoe for a little bit until we can just strengthen the pattern up enough to then load it enough to be safe running. Because what I don't want to do, and this is just me, everyone has their own way of doing things and different practitioners that help people out of orthotics will do it their own way. I guess I'm just, I try and avoid uh, risk where possible, is that I'd rather know the person's moving well, we start building it up into their lifestyle and then finish off with trying to transfer it over into their their sport as well, if they're doing sport. But if it's someone that's not really playing sport, then, again, depending on how active they are, we'll determine how quick we might do that too. So, you know, it's important to just look at your lifestyle. Where can you start putting some barefoot time in? Um, look at getting, obviously, assessed and work out, where is the dysfunction, like what is it you need to be working on and constantly keep getting reassessed. Find um, people that can also help give you the tools to do some minor assessments on yourself. I mean, I've got an upcoming workshop um, coming and I do different ones at, at times where part of the workshop is just going through some basic anatomy and looking at some basic um, tests you can do, some screening tests, just to check in with how your movement's going. Because the more you can start just looking at your own um, movement patterns and checking in with them regularly, will not only help you keep weaning off the orthotic, but help you stay out of the orthotic. Because life keeps evolving, keeps changing. And I still find myself, you know, for the most part, being barefoot, I'm great. You know, I love... I hate wearing shoes. I can't wear supportive shoes anymore. It just feels weird and flares things up for me now. But if I'm not careful and if I'm sitting too much, um, like at work um, or if I'm traveling and, you know, sitting on planes and things and I'm not putting enough time into just some corrective movement patterns and, and working on maintaining function, then you can start to regress pretty quick and start to fall back into old patterns which you know for some people well they don't realize that's what's happening and just feel like well the barefoot movement isn't really for them but it's not that it's not for them it's just that we need to stay open-minded with our lifestyle and what are we doing at that point are we sitting more than usual are we more active than usual and trying to make sure that we're fitting in around our lifestyle to either increase or decrease how much um, corrective movements we're doing to maintain healthy movement patterns. Now, healthy movement patterns should just stay with us, 
right? Like when we are born and we're developing, we learn all these basic human movements and movement patterns, but we're not living out in the bush and in caves anymore where we would have been um, like squatting and getting up and down off the ground and walking over uneven surfaces all the time and different textures. We are definitely living in more of a concrete jungle, which still affects, like eating itself affects our movement patterns. And it's not hard to fall into the trap of sitting too much or standing still too much, depending on what your job entails or being in the wrong shoes. So as much as, yeah, we are living in a concrete jungle, you can still keep on top of functional movement and functional feet and stay out of orthotics, but it just takes a little bit of work. And it doesn't have to be hard work, but it's just creating that lifestyle of looking after how you move, similar to trying to eat healthy. There's lots of um, foods out there that have hidden bad stuff in it, but it just depends on how disciplined you are to look for that stuff. You know, If you have a mission, you want to stay healthy, then you're going to avoid certain types of foods because you know that it's not going to be good for you. And every now and then you might eat the wrong thing or binge a little bit, but you know you then try and bring it back and you get back into a healthy eating pattern. Movement's the same. So there's lots of things in our modern world that has hidden bad stuff in it. So whether it's yeah too much sitting or too much support for our body that then leads to dysfunction, it's just being aware of these things and trying to stay on top of it. So weaning off the orthotics, there's not a, a rule book to it. It is something that you just need to be on a journey. You know, it's like, how do you change your diet? <laughs> it's You make the decision to do so and find out what the healthy foods are for you and then implement it. Getting off orthotics is the same thing. It's finding what the problem is, where the movement breakdown is that's causing you to have to wear orthotics, start working on those patterns, and then stop wearing the orthotics. (laughs) So my take-home message for this is don't... um, don't go it alone. Um, you know, get out there and look for help. There's lots of help out there. And work out what the dysfunction is. You know, where can you move better? And then start working on getting out of the authority. But to get out of the authority, you need to be working on dysfunction. Okay, there's no point. The authority said to support you and essentially protect you. And, you know, I've spoken about it before that I do see it as more of a band-aid. But if you don't fix the the underlying problems, so like a band-aid, if you have a wound under that band-aid, that band-aid's covering it up and, yeah, supporting the healing and protecting that wound from, from getting worse. Like an orthotic, okay, it does protect some poor movement patterns, not all of them. And there's, I still see there's issues with wearing orthotics. But, you know, if you've been given them for a certain reason, it may be protecting you from something. 
and supporting the dysfunction. So to get off them, you need to essentially fix the wound. Then, yeah, really work on figuring out the underlying dysfunction and and working through that, okay? And then ease off slowly. Try and find bits of time to begin with through the day or night that you can implement um, less support from the orthotic. So some time out of the orthotic to get moving. But what I find is it's not just walking out of the orthotic, okay? Walking is a really complex pattern. And just taking the orthotic out and going walking and hoping that's going to help fix dysfunction. For some people, it, it might. They might get lucky. But for a lot of people, what you'll find is you take the orthotic out, go and try and do some barefoot walking time, and all it does is aggravate some underlying problems that you may or may not have known you had. So it's about fixing the un- like fixing the issues with some corrective movements first and then as you're getting more functional and you've got more control over the feet more mobility more strength then start walking with you know bare feet and and enjoying the benefits of barefoot walking once you've corrected some of those dysfunctions so i'm sorry there's no no magic recipe book for this for getting out of orthotics um if it were easy i guess everyone would be doing it It's a lot easier to go into an orthotic than to get out of it, which is why it's so important. We look after our movement patterns from the get-go. So with kids, try and keep them moving as healthy as possible so that they hopefully don't need orthotics. But for those adults out there that are in orthotics, you know, it's not the end of the world. It's not a life sentence. You can get out of it. Just um, do so safely, but just start off small. Because when we go out too hard, too fast that we normally um, find there's an issue because as we fatigue a lot of those habitual patterns will start to creep back in so it's about building enough strength and, and mobility but also the stamina so that over time you can be doing whether it's walking for longer or running for longer whatever it may be that you want to be participating in or even just working you know it might be that you want to transition to a barefoot shoe in the workplace, but do so slowly, increase it over time, and you'll have much less of an issue and be able to wean over to that barefoot lifestyle a lot easier than just trying to throw yourself into it, get injured, and then you know not see it as a beneficial um, thing to do. So hopefully this was helpful. If you have any questions, feel free to uh, reach out. Be sure to check out the upcoming workshop I have in um, Tweed Heads. I'll also be talking at the Wellness Couch event in Newcastle in June, which will be very exciting and I'll be uh, hanging around there for a bit. So if you're there, feel free to come up and ask questions and come and say hello. And keep an eye out on the Barefoot Movement website where I'll keep updating. I'm hoping to do some more workshops this year. So keep an eye out there for future workshops and I hope this has been helpful. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com.
Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash The Wellness Couch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.